Welcome to the Half Hill Report, news and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill Zone, Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. And this week, instead of a letter from a listener, this week's letter is to a listener. You know, when Professor Talib and I got to the Lazy Turnip today, we found a couple of Wintervale gift packages and a letter from our listener, Iona Daria, a void elf who wrote us a letter a couple of weeks ago. You know, neither of us could recall ever getting Wintervale gifts from a listener before, so we just wanted to take a moment to say thank you on the air to Iona Daria and her hubby. And to all of our listeners, we hope you had a wonderful Wintervale. And now, on with the news. In news from the Shadowlands, Sire Denathrius, the king of the Venthyr and master of Revendreth, has fallen. In a feat of great complexity that tested the limits of everyone involved in this mythic achievement, a group of heroes brought the corrupt reign of Denathrius to an end within the confines of Castle Nathria. While there has been no official statement from Prince Renathal, the leader of a rebellion within the Venthyr, anonymous sources close to the prince have said that while he takes no joy in Denathrius' death, he is relieved and grateful that this threat to the Shadowlands has finally been addressed. Hey folks, there's never any complexity or limit to the savings when you shop with the fine vendors of Half Hill Market. Wintervale entertaining season is still here, so why not stop by and pick up some delicious and nutritious Pandaren recipes from the masters of the Ironpaw Culinary Institute. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round, a world of shopping right here in our own backyard. Well, that music can only mean one thing. It's time for Jan's Huddle with our very own sports reporter, Jan Ironchin, brought to you by Moonberry Juice. Take it away, Jan. And Ironchin here coming to you live from Northern Bastion to cover the new Flight School League. The Flight School League has emerged as one of the more challenging and controversial sports around. Combining falling with style, flapping, and jumping, this league presents its participants with a unique set of challenges that I decided to try out myself. So, my wife Irie and I took a little trip to Bastion to experience firsthand the challenge of the league, up and away. In this challenge, participants step onto a wind current and ride it up to a series of tiered floating flowers that you have to jump on to continue your ascent to a floating platform called the Aeonian Archives. And let me tell you, it's not as easy as it sounds. Even with the golden wings you're equipped with when you step onto the current of wind, timing and location of your jumps on the flowers just right is pretty tough. Irie was able to do it on the first try, but I struggled a bit. I can't tell you how many times I fell straight through the middle of the flower. At one time, I got all the way to the top, but missed the last platform. <laughs> Boy, did I have some choice things to say about that on the way down. 
So before I try again, I thought I'd get some advice from the jump master, the disciple of wisdom. So, um, sir, master, disciple, wisdom, sir? My friends call me Eric. Oh, okay, Eric. So, um, any words of advice before I work on this again? No, no, don't think of it as work. The whole point is just to enjoy yourself. Well, that's a little tough to enjoy yourself when you fall every time. You should just let the wings do the work. Relax, keep your toes pointed, hit the edges of the flowers, and most of all, don't look down. Wings, relax, toes, edges. Okay, got it. So, Eric, how long have you been doing this? Counting today? Uh, yeah, sure, I guess. <sighs> All of eternity. Wow, that's quite a while. So I guess you must get these questions a lot, huh? Actually, no. Oh, okay then. Well, thanks for the advice. Well, that's it for me this week. Join me next time as I try out Falling with Style. Until then, this is Jan Ironchin reminding you to keep your paws on the ground and your eye on the ball. Thanks, Jan. Jan's Huddle is brought to you by Moonberry Juice. Sold everywhere. Used by everyone. Checking the Azeroth calendar, the Feast of Wintervale continues for another week, so we hope that you all have a chance to get your gifts from Great Father Winter and enjoy the many tasty treats from Smoky Wood Pastures. And don't forget to make your plans to visit your favorite capital city for Azeroth's annual fireworks celebration, marking the turning of the calendar. It's time now for Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. So, Velmic, what's new in the afterlife, old friend? Hey there, Tosh. Well, you would think that afterlife is last place Tilly could possibly stir up trouble. But sure enough. Uh-oh. What happened? So, after Wintervale party last week, which was very nice, by the way, I get urgent message from cousin Demesis to join her in place called Darkhaven in region Ravendrath. So, I catch first kite out of Hafil to Shrine of Seven Stars, then on to Stormwind. From there, I have to make connection in Oribos because apparently there are no non-stops to Ravendrath or any other places in Shadowlands, which is very disappointing, let me tell you. I thinking, um, Valmec, yes, what is it? Demesis and Tilly? Oh, <laughs> right, sorry. So, like I am saying, I fly from Oribos to Darkhaven. This is first time I am going to Ravendrath. And let me tell you, Tosh, this is very different from Bastion. Oh, how so? Well, Bastion is all light and airy with bright colors. Ravendrath is dark and heavy with muted tones of purple, red, and blue. You know, come to think of it, colors remind me a little bit of Dreadwests. Oh, really? Yes. But their similarity to anything in Azeroth ends. I find out when I get there 
that Revendreth is last place you want to go in afterlife. Except for maybe Maw. This is home of Ventir, whose job in afterlife is to punish souls who maybe were not such good peoples in life. Velmec, that sounds awful. I thought so too. But Demesis and Tilly explained to me that it isn't just punishment for its own sake. Purpose is for these souls to atone for sins and redeem themselves. Okay, I guess that's a little better. Oh, sure, since alternative is eternity in the maw. And you heard what Eamon said about that place. Yeah, he was pretty shook up about that. And Torghast. So, why did Demesis need you there so quickly? Was Tilly in trouble with these Venthyr? No, but there was good chance if we don't calm her down, she was going to be. I will explain. Demesis and Tilly had traveled to Revendreth to take break from Maw, which tells you how bad Maw is, let me tell you, and to see if they could learn anything that might help them in rescuing leaders who have been taken. So they are in town of Darkhaven, which is where I meet them at inn called the Symposium. I, I know, bad pun. And while they are there, they rescue a pair of dredgers named Rendell and Cudgelface from a place called the Endmire. Hang on there, slow down. There was a lot there to unpack. Dredgers? Endmire? Okay, okay. So. The Ventir have servant class of people called dredgers. Dredgers do most of hard work in Revendreth for Ventir. The dredgers call them fangs. And from what I am seeing while I am there, Ventir do not treat dredgers very well. And Tush, I checked out Endmire myself, and working conditions there are terrible. It has eerie sort of beauty, dark purples and low fog, but all plants there are twisted and tortured looking, and there is low-lying mist that is made up of pollution coming from Castle Nathria. It smelled of corruption. Well, that does sound awful. Velmic, this is the second time you've brought up a servant class in the afterlife. Wasn't there one you talked about in Bastion? Say, good memory there, Tosh. Yes, the stewards in Bastion, which brings us to why Demesis needed me to come and help her talk to Tilly. When Tilly sees that there is servant class in Bastion and Revendreth, she gets very worked up. She tells Demesis that Kyrian and Venthyr depend on stewards and dredgers to do important work, but don't treat them as equals or even acknowledge important work they do. Granted, stewards seem to be little better treated in Bastion, you know, when I am talking to Tilly, she tell me that one dredger in Darkhaven was so grateful to her and Demesis for saving Randall and Cudgelface that they would always be welcome there. Then he asked if he could have her teeth after she died. Ew, her teeth? Eh, everybody needs hubby, I guess. I didn't ask. Anyway, like I am saying, Tilly thinks that if stewards and dredgers get together, that they can use their numbers and the fact that Kyrian and Ventir depend on as leverage to negotiate better working conditions and status. You know, she even tells Demesis if it works here in Shadowlands, 
Maybe they can even use same approach in Azeroth to improve life for peons. Huh, interesting. I, I bet that'd make Thunk the peon pretty happy. Sure, why not? But both Demesis and I are worried that Tilly is going to stir up a lot of trouble. So neither of you thought her idea was a good one? Oh no, we think she is right. Problem is that Tilly wants to lead some sort of revolution. When I get there, Tilly is getting ready to stand in middle of town square on table and call all dredgers to join together and throw off their shackles. <laughs> that sounds like Tilly all right. I know, right? She always wants to go charging in. So, between Demesis and I, we are trying to convince her that maybe she is taking on more than she should. After all, this is not Azeroth we are in, and there is no guarantee that all the judges and stewards are going to think this is a good idea. Plus, she is losing sight of why we are there in first place. Right, you have to rescue Jaina, Anduin, and the others from Torghast. Right, and deal with Sylvanas, Jailer, and maybe even do something about the fact that afterlife is broken. Our plate is pretty full. Good point. Creating a cross-reality labor movement might be more than is called for right now. Exactly. But you know Tilly, she is pretty passionate about things. We sat in symposium for a couple of hours, with sound of hearses rumbling by on cobblestones outside, and occasional disturbing music from Lord Holsher. Finally, after many pints of Shadeberry Shandy, we get her calmed down enough to think things through. Um, calm down or drunk? Eh, with Tilly it's hard to tell. Anyway, she agreed to postpone revolution. So, mission accomplished, I guess. For now, I think so, yes. I helped Demesis get Tilly to bed. Oh, did the inn actually have rooms? No, we just pulled chairs together and throw blanket over Tilly. I guess not a lot of need for rooms for sleeping in afterlife. Anyway, I'm guessing after Tilly's sleep off the Shadeberry Shandy, she and Demesis will go back to Ma and to Torghast. Well, Velmec, as usual, anything involving Tilly is quite the adventure. Any idea what might be in store for next week? Actually, yes. At Wintervale party last week, Rizak asked me to join him in Maldraxxus to help with a business idea. Oh boy, okay. Well, <laughs> we'll look forward to hearing about it. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatosh. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Whether you're a local resident or just visiting for the Winter Vale season, please come by and see us. And when you do, don't forget to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks, and be sure to tune in later this week as the Feast of Wintervale continues with that holiday classic, A Wintervale Story. 
Listen in for heartwarming comedy as little Remy does everything he can to make sure that Great Father Winter brings him a Red Rider BB gun for Wintervale and that he won't shoot his eye out. See you next week, and remember, free Pandaria. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Halfhill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.